hello welcome back to another episode a few i do i'm ashley and i'm tania and we have some very special guests on the show with us today we are talking about the worst case scenarios because when you are getting married you don't sometimes consider that like bad things can happen. Not to say that like bad things happen, but something is never going to go right. But then there's always that slim chance that like the very, like the absolute most worst scenario possible could happen. So we're just going to live in a hypothetical world and uh, (laughs) see how we would react to these certain things. And some of them are based on like true stories, like, this has actually happened somewhere. So yeah, we're going to go through all that, but we have three special guests on the show. Two are familiar voices, because if you are a longtime listener of the show, you've heard them before. Um, And we have one newbie. So we're going to let the newbie start first. So introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Allison Allen. I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm a bride. Um, I get married Uh, in March. Um, What I do, my line of work is compliance, and I'm so excited to be on the show. Oh, yay. Okay, compliance. I don't think we've had any compliance people (laughs) (laughs) on here. You make sure things are the way they should be. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Yes, welcome, and thank you for, I mean, you're a listener, like, you follow us, like, so you, yeah, like, we we are aware of you. <laughs> we know you. But now the audience can say know more about you. Uh, we're going to get into a few more questions about uh, your wedding planning and just like some general stuff in a second. But second guest, do you want to introduce yourself? <laughs> yes, I'm back. Uh, this is Cara Davis-Little from Marillion Co. Wedding planning in the D.C., the DMV area. And I'm very happy to be back. We're glad to have you back. Um, We always talk about you, Car, on the show. We sure do. (laughs) (laughs) I always reference your... (laughs) Yeah, like Car's wedding and like her episode in general was just like something we refer back to like all the time. Yeah. And (laughs) for those that are listening, you also know that like Car and I went to undergraduate together. So the episode that came out today, like we've had a few people where it's like either, you know, Tania not like Tania knows them or like I know them. So it's cool to like have people come on the show and we get to dig a little bit deeper. So guest number three, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, you guys. I am Nishazda Wright. I am a professional wedding photographer and I love all creative projects. Yes, we are happy to have you today. I'm happy to be here. Thank you guys yes. so much for letting me join again. I mean, it was been forever since the last time I've been on here. I feel like it's I been like two years or a year. I'm not sure. Ooh, yeah, years. it was a minute. I'm gonna say, yeah, it was a minute, but not two years. It was it's probably not, like, a, like almost a year. Yeah, yeah, it had almost, to have yeah. been like a year. I feel like you were probably. Our, one of our first like 10 episodes and mm-hmm. by the time this airs we just put out our 56th episode oh, so. dang, that is a lot of episodes thank you that is so yeah. dope we're trying to be consistent out here y'all lit yes it's hard but it is hard <laughs> y'all are doing good though y'all are doing thank real you. good thank like you, I, see, you. I see you guys all the time and i mean at the end of the day you guys are just a hidden gem at this point I feel like, you know oh, what I'm saying? Like, you. I feel like people, you know what I'm saying? 
need all of this information. People are always asking me for vendors. People are always asking me for like vendor lists. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I know you guys have a, a pretty big vendor list at this point for sure. Yeah. You know oh yeah. It's coming along. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Cause I mean, We're all lucky. you gotta do is talk to vendors. Yeah, yeah, for the most part. I mean, and we're lucky and grateful to have, like, we call them frienders. So, like, Hugh, Cara, um, folks that we can just always call to come back on Mm -hmm. to talk about whatever. There is a lot of, like, love. Not really. I mean, I'm sure there is the competition somewhere. But you see Mm -hmm. a lot of the, like, support within the wedding community where it's like, okay, I don't get this, but I let me push so-and-so so maybe they get it you know maybe they get um, everyone just wants each other to win and i think Mm -hmm. because the black wedding industry is so like not segregated but you know like we're it's just like this own island of like everything that you know you want i think the next person to succeed just as much as you and vice versa just because it's like there's only a handful of chances and you don't feel like you're stealing a seat for at the table from somebody else like Mm -hmm. you know that that might be an opportunity to be able to pull up multiple seats Mm -hmm. you know we saw how it was back in um june when everybody was listening and learning they're not anymore but um <laughs> what you mean like <laughs> they ain't listening they ain't learning no more they, what they you mean learn like, nothing explain you, what you mean by that so you know like back in um like when after george floyd died and like a lot of the bigger like wedding brands okay. or whatever started putting together their list of like you know top black wedding vendors or like mm-hmm. top black blank you know like planners mm-hmm. photographers videographers etc and they were all so dedicated to you know like we're going to be more inclusive we're going to show more we're going to represent more and you see mm-hmm. that like on their instagram feeds like they are now including more like black people or uh, mm-hmm. people of color on their instagram feeds but beyond that it was it ended like some of the conversations that were supposed to occur like oh yeah you know this photographer is going to work with like this brand now they want to you know include them in a upcoming style shoot or they want to do this mm-hmm. or do that and we even had some folks that reached out to us oh wow and reaching back out like hey yeah let's follow up with x y and z crickets and so but it was pretty much what we all expected back then mm-hmm. we knew it was going to be kind of a moment for you know a little bit and then folks Mm -hmm. gonna archive that black box (laughs) and you know like and no one's gonna hold them accountable or push them so that's what i meant by that like yeah it's like the yeah just kind of like the little pacifier a little bit like all right we're gonna give y'all what y'all want for a little bit and then Mm -hmm. back to normal Mm -hmm. yeah that's true and that's why i'm always like even though i don't really like physically say it out my mouth like verbally say it out my mouth like okay yes I'm only serving, you know, black brides, but I mean, that's what my catalog is. You know what I'm saying? That's what my portfolio shows, you know what I'm saying? And I, and I love it. I know my audience and right. I'm okay yeah. with that. You know what I'm saying? It's not like I'm having nothing against any other, you know, race. Cause I've done other, you know, ethnicities before. However, I know I serve a community that supports me. I know what they want. And I, and I love, I love black love. You know what I'm saying? That's my why. Like I'm a, you know, example of black love. I'm, I'm married. So I know how important it is. And I'm, you know what? 
I went to, I was looking at like um, old pictures, like from like 1800s, 1900s, like early 1900s. I was just looking at wedding pictures and I'm just like, I'm seeing all these different, you know, of course, you know, Caucasians are the ones who got the professional pictures back in the day. But then I looked up mm -hmm. like, you know, what is, what is it? What did a black uh, bride and groom look like, you know, back in the day? You know what I'm saying? And I didn't really, I didn't, find, of course I didn't find anything barely i found one picture and it was like a picture of a black guy and a, um, a black lady cutting a cake but it looked like it was in like her grandma's uh you know her grandma's kitchen you know what i'm saying it wasn't like classy it wasn't elegant so i'm just like you know the history of just black love in general has not been documented correctly yeah you see what i'm saying so i just feel like i'm a part of documenting black love in good taste documenting black love because there's been a huge gap of history to where there's no pictures of people getting married. There's no pictures of black people getting married. You know, it's always, it may, you know, maybe, maybe like a slave picture, but there's no like, you know, yeah. authentic picture and stuff. So I'm just like, it's, it's more than just, it's more to me than just, you know, taking pictures at a wedding. I'm capturing, um, you know, archive, I'm capturing a catalog of pictures that could be looked at, looked at maybe a thousand years from now. And like, wow, you know, that was a pretty, you know, black couple. So yeah, it goes deep. Yeah, it does. It does. It really does. Pictures are so important. I wanted to say too, like I I'm new to the wedding planning gig, but I I promote black brides. Like my whole feed is black couples, and mm -hmm. like you said, I'm not going to turn away money from mm -hmm. any places, but that is my target audience, and I'll book a black bride overall. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you have, we have to support. We have to, we have to, you know what I'm saying? If not, then, you know, people like the Nile are going to, you know, come and devour them. And then we're going to be stuck with, you know, nothing. Because, I mean, I, I the Knot have reached out to me to, you know, sign up on, you know, their, to be on their little database and stuff like that. But, you know, the number one question I ask them is like, hey, you know, what's your ethnicity rate? Like, what's your percentage of Black brides that are actually on this site? Because... Mm -hmm. You know, if there's if your if your percentage is like nine percent, you know, why would I want to sign up and pay a membership every month? And you know, this is not even my audience. You know, what I'm saying, of course, I can branch out and do it. However, like if you don't have those numbers, she didn't have the, she didn't have the numbers for me. So that just showed me. I'm just like, mm, I don't know if that's gonna be a good investment right now. Yeah. Maybe not. You know, what I'm saying, I want to branch out and you know get on different platforms and stuff like that. However, you know, is this is this platform for me? Or are you guys just trying to make a dollar? You know what it is. It's, it's the dollar. Um, <laughs> let's go back to Allison real quick. Give us all these uh, good little wedding details. Like, when did you get engaged? So I got engaged uh, March 2018. He proposed to me. Uh, it was secret. It was supposed to be like a friend get together couple um, event. But it turned out to be, you know, I was getting engaged. And when he proposed... All my friends, all my family were behind me. <laughs> I turned around, I'm like, Aww. what is happening? <laughs> so, yeah, and it was cold that day. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Is it on the actual, like, the same day that he proposed? Is the day y'all are going to get married? Um, The day that we actually chose, like, it was the same week. Um, I got engaged okay. on March 24th. And so I thought it would be good since I think it's like the national engagement week. So I wanted to keep it in that same line. And so since we had to postpone it since COVID had happened, it's on March 27th. Oh, that's nice. You have all these moments and feels. So every time that time of the year comes around and I mean, I don't know about him, but I'd be trying to squeeze for two gifts. 
in one movie or like double gifts oh gosh i know ed's gonna listen to this and like roll his eyes but anyway <laughs> so i love gifts so it wouldn't matter to me if i get two <laughs> right are you going to get married like there or are you doing like a destination wedding or somewhere else um the wedding's at a hotel uh nearby um we chose that one it was like a nice ballroom um aesthetic and then also um i like to dance and entertain so we felt like we could do that as well oh that's good are you like almost done with wedding planning yes pretty much um when we were close to the date um earlier this year we had everything planned out Oh, okay. So you really just like postponed everything out. It was supposed to be this year originally. Yes, it was supposed to be March uh, 28, 2020, but we were like two weeks ahead and all the shutdowns happened. And so it caused everything to, you know, take a gear and, you know, we postponed it to July, but, you know, things didn't happen. The the rental wasn't ready. And so, you know, restrictions had kind of prevented. And, you know, we had a discussion, me and my wedding planner to kind of push it back to March and see what happens. That makes sense. I sometimes forget that the rest of the world is still operating off like restrictions and whatnot. Cause we're in Georgia and there is no, there's, there's no COVID here. I, I don't know about COVID? the rest of y'all state. It? What COVID? Like what mess? You don't need nothing. You're fine. Like <laughs> live your life. <laughs> you go wherever you want. You want to go to compound? Like, <laughs> Girl. like why was compound packed after that versus like, no, but just like two days ago, I don't know if it was at Compound, but it was at some club. It was um, Regine's birthday. Yeah. That thing was packed, like packed, like wall to wall. Every single time. Zonique, she's pregnant and she was in there. And I'm like, candy no there. I mean, yeah, but like. If it's no. a super spreader event, candy is going to be there. Okay. <laughs> Without a mask in sight, laughing loud, mouth open. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I hope they took the precautions before they walked in there. Yeah. I just couldn't mm-hmm. do it. Because these are all the same folks that like swear they're doing everything right and they call themselves safe because they probably wore like the mask like to get there, like to walk from their car to the venue and then they took it off. <laughs> so it was like, what was the point? I was just like, oh my gosh. And they were like, 2020 done messed us up. But look at (laughs) y'all. Not slowing down and continuing to put us in this predicament. Like, anyways, I'm so over it. Um, So, Kara, how has you're approaching what, two years of marriage? Yes. Yeah, it's coming up quick, man. It's how's it been? You know, I was just texting one of my friends today about the fact that sometimes I literally want to kill him, like push him off a cliff. Mm -hmm. But then the times where I don't want to push him off a cliff and I'm like, actually like looking at him like, I love you. It outweighs the cliff, you know. Right. Um, No, it's been it's been really good. I think we're so full disclosure, we're going through fertility treatments right now. And I think it has pushed us much closer mm-hmm. um, than I ever thought we, you know, than we've ever been. And we're just really in sync. So I'm, I'm definitely blessed in that way. He's my little he get on my nerves, but he's my little bestie. So. Aww. <laughs> That's how it should be though. Yes. Like yes. I was talking to someone not too long ago about, you know, we always talk about like weddings and the fun stuff and all the good stuff and like the planning of it all. But then it's like, there's so much that happens afterwards that 
people don't always discuss. And there are a lot of like hard moments that like, if you really have that right partner alongside you, like it makes those hard moments a little easier to kind of get through. Cause like at a, a friend of mine um, was telling me about like a friend of hers or like a family friend that had recently suffered a miscarriage. And I was, I mean, you know, I just told y'all like I'm dealing with insomnia issues, which that affects like, you know, how are we sleeping? Are we in the same bed? Are, you know, let's try to switch things up. Let's try to figure it out. And it's like, those aren't warm and fuzzy moments. Not trying to compare my insomnia to someone's miscarriage at all. Not saying that's the same, but it's like after the bells have rung and all the good stuff, then it's like, all right, you're living with this person and both of you are going to like experience life now, like basically in a, tighter fashion like even if you were just like living together beforehand like the dynamics have changed because you're now legally like bound to each other and so yeah I agree and I think something that I two things that I like nobody tells you about because it's just so mundane one is right after the wedding when you're like in the honeymoon phase there's also this kind of drop off where you realize that the day-to-day parts of marriage are really boring and like, it's, it's very just like kind of um, transactional almost. It's like, mm-hmm. Hey, you know, from work. well, he goes to work now. Um, nobody else is in his office. Thank God. Or else he would not be gone. But I work from home. He goes to the office. He comes home. We're like, Hey, kiss. Hey, sit on the couch for two to three hours, <laughs> not talking, go to bed. Maybe we have sex. Maybe we don't go to sleep and then you wake up and do it all over again. And it's like, we don't text. There's no sweet nothings. The the second thing I think too, is the dynamic of sex and how it changes in your marriage. Like we were celibate for a second before we got married. And I was like, Oh my God, I just can't wait to do it every day. And then most of the time I'm like, please don't touch me. I love you. (laughs) You know, I'm just not feeling it or I'm tired or he's tired. Somebody got a headache. I mean, it's just like a real thing. And yeah. Figuring out your rhythm of sex. How many days a week do you want to have sex? What does that feel like to you? You know, um, we had like a knockdown drag out, like argument fight where we had to call our therapist over sex. And it's something that people just don't, you know, don't talk about, like really honing in on um, what you want your sex life to look like in your marriage and what satisfies both people. And you have mm-hmm. to meet it. So those two things, Allison, it's going to be boring most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Then you'll have highlights and you'll be like, I love him so much because that one time we went on that trip and you'll be right that high for years. (laughs) 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 Now, Cara, I saw on your um, on your IG story that where like you were asking him to start a YouTube. Like, are y'all doing that? Because I don't know. Like, I think I fell off and like, you know, the story was gone. So I didn't hear the answer. (laughs) um so the answer is probably not okay i wanted to start a podcast i think i had told y'all about this maybe the last on the show Mm -hmm. and i was all excited about it and then he was just like not feeling it he's very private yeah um, like very very private and i'm the polar opposite and so i have to the meeting him in the middle is like putting him on instagram that's like the Mm -hmm. him so I would love to do vlogs and all of that maybe I'll do them for myself Mm -hmm. but he is like gonna be like in passing he's not he just won't do maybe I'll convince him in like a few years after we have a baby maybe I don't know but like right now (laughs) 
<laughs> He's over me too. <laughs> well, I'm gonna come to you for advice when it's my time because my my boyfriend he does not like to be on social media. He doesn't even want his face on there. Like whenever we do get engaged, he doesn't want his face on anything. Like he wants like my hand to cover his face. Like it's it's a whole thing. So he's like, I have to approve what pictures goes up. And he was like, I don't want my babies on there, you know. But I know times oh, are changing, so. Yeah, so I'm gonna come to you for some advice. <laughs> like, girl, he ain't that bad. That's you know what though. I've seen that, I've seen that. and uh-huh. I, th- I think it like he'll come around. I think, hopefully, because I think he'll be especially because when people have kids, like you be you be like, I'm not gonna be that parent that posts my baby every day, and then you're that parent that posts their baby every day. I really feel yeah. like he'll be like dumb excited, and then be like, you know what, it's fine. But I I don't know. Him. <laughs> I just, I will pray for you. Sis. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but oof, we are, we could really just like stay here all night. Yeah. Um, I was looking at those questions. I'm like, yo, those questions are intense. So, yeah. So we are going to get into these worst case scenarios in a second. But first we're going to play a quick game of this or that, which is the Instagram game. You pick between one option or the other. You explain why. So we're going to start out, um, we have four rounds, so we're going to start out with Allison, then Cara, then Nishasta, then Tania, and then we circle back. So okay. basically just going in alphabetical order. So, okay, what would you do if your man's ex interrupted your wedding to profess their love to your man, or your man's best friend proposes to his girlfriend during your reception? Like, which one would you prefer? <laughs> it's funny. so i'm gonna tell you the truth both of them are bad okay i honestly would say the second one the best man basically getting on his knees and propose because i can take that at least it'll be like a show of love but having the ex go through i don't know how i would handle that um i'm a person i can only control what is going on here and so if I'm in, you know, my garment and my whole outfit, my veil and everything, I definitely don't want to see that. And I've seen instances where it's happened and, you know, it's, mm. it's different when you're in the moment and you're the bride. But when you're a guest, it's like, wow, let me take the picture. You know, what's mm-hmm. going on? What's the tea? I want to know everything. But when you're in the moment, you're in the person, you really don't want that to happen to you. That is true. Oh, God. That is, wow. I just got mad. So, Okay, number one is I'm not going to pick the ex because everybody at the wedding would fight her. So I would want to like save her life. So I would go with, (laughs) I'm going to go with the proposal. Um, However, I will also fight the friend and the fiance. Um, So fighting will happen either way. Right. They're going to get these hands. It's just like how many hands compared to, right. (laughs) Correct. The, the level of hands, one or ten. It's, it's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nishasta. Um, I would prefer if I had to choose. I would prefer the proposal over the ex proposing. I mean, ex confessing her love because I mean, I need to make sure my husband's head is in the right place because I mean, I don't need him being like, "Oh, did I make the right decision?" You know, like just too much. I just need you to be solid and. Let's move forward. But um, I would choose somebody proposing because I don't have time for that drama. That just sounds like a three-way. That sounds like a triangle too much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not at the beginning. 
All right, Tania. So when you said this, like the best man like popped up in my head. Like when um when Tay Diggs proposed to Sanaa. I don't like I can't remember their names in the movie, but like Robin and Harper. There you go. Yes. Yeah, now the yeah, names yeah. are coming back. But I'd rather that than the ex-girlfriend. Even though I don't know the ex-girlfriend, I like I don't know what I would do. Um, but I do have some fighters in my crew. Well, they've they've gotten a little saved, you know, so never mind. But if something uh, like this happened though, you know that <laughs> that, that that's a test. <laughs> so Jesus like, probably threw them hands too. So you, was, you're right. You're right. <laughs> there was a lot of stuff cut out the Bible, okay? <laughs> Hello, somebody. <laughs> How about okay. you? So I would probably do the same, the, pro- uh, the proposal, you know, it's trash. Don't propose at somebody's wedding. Like that is so rude, yeah. but basically this was the different world versus best man. So y'all answer basically how it's <laughs> cause mm-mm. all right. Second round, your dress catches on fire or your hair catches on fire. And this is the wedding day. What do you do? <laughs> i'll be honest i love my hair more than anything and you know it takes some growing hands to get there i'm gonna have to let that dress go because we can go down the street and go get something so right. that's what i would say that's real <laughs> i would say dress on fire um because yeah you can get a wig or you can wear a turban or a hat or anything <laughs> but i did have two dresses so I could have gone with either. I could have gone either, but I would wear, I would get a good lace front. The problem is finding somebody who can install a lace front last minute. That's the problem. That, that is true. Um, yeah, that was easy. Definitely um, dress on fire for sure. I mean, cause you could play anything off. You can go to Walmart and get you a little white little dress and be like, oh yeah, this girl, this is my second look, honey, or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You always can play it off because nobody, you know, rides are kind of non-traditional now anyway. So you can really do whatever you want to do. So, that's true and hair is like that kind of thing that, that can mess with your face and that's like a lot that's the, that guy was my doctor for that so yeah definitely <laughs> uh dress okay Tania. so i don't want third degree burns and so i'm gonna go ahead and do and like go with the dress hopefully the dress is not on me but you know yeah i'm gonna go with the dress all right i agree mm-hmm. because dresses are easier to not necessarily repair, but you could easily get another dress more so than another hairstyle or whether it's your hair or the hair that you put in for the day. So, all right. Um, what about your bridesmaid copying your wedding details for her wedding, which is four months later, or your bridesmaid not including you in her bridal party four months later? Um. I'll take the second one. Not putting me in the wedding is fine um, because it's not really required, you know, as a friend to be put in your, your, your wedding. So I'll be fine with that. But copying my details, I kind of like I'm not down with somebody being Miss Me or a single white female kind of vibes. Um, <laughs> I like somebody to be original with their own uh, style. So I would hope, you know, they would go with something original, different colors, different dress, something. Okay. That's happened to me before, the copying of details. 
And I wasn't, I wasn't mad. Now, was I petty? Absolutely. I called it out and was like, girl, so you, you going to have the name tags like I did? Oh, okay. Let's see. <laughs> Same colors. Oh, true. It's cute. Um, <laughs> so I don't, I don't mind it. I, I think the not putting me in the wedding, um, especially the people that I picked for my bridesmaids were like my besties of besties. So if I wasn't in their wedding, I would feel away. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I would feel away as well. I agree. Like, I definitely put me in your wedding. If I had you in my wedding, then you need to be. I need to be in your wedding. Def- I wouldn't care about the details. I'd be like, oh yeah, girl. Like you know, when you get married and you finish your wedding, you kind of want to just be that like guru that everybody comes to. Like, what should I do this? Like, you kind of want to be that person. And I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you can only do so much weddings anyway, and nobody's not going to remember none of it. You know what I'm saying? So, definitely put me in your wedding. Um, I think I'm going to go with the second option. Yeah, I was like going back and forth, but I think the second option would be okay with me. But the copying my, my wedding, mm-mm. same venue, same colors, same dress. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, I honestly don't know because I feel like I would be petty regardless, but I think I'd probably be fine depending on who it is. Like, because it's my bridesmaid and not my maid of honor. Think about me. If it was me. But I said bridesmaid, not maid of honor for a reason. Okay. I mean, like, (laughs) you know better, so you're not going (laughs) to include me in your bridal party. no, No, I understand that, but like, like, if it was me and I was copying your wedding, or if I said, you know, I wasn't going to put you in my wedding, then. then oh, I got it. it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, my reaction to both, like I said, would be petty. Like if one of my bridesmaids copied my details where it's like, it's the same color, it's the same look. It's like very much like, okay, we see where you were inspired. I would probably make a Instagram post about that and show like <laughs> like we're gonna play this or that this week like i'm so glad that you were inspired by me don't have a public post or a public page where i can easily share your picture to my feed and <laughs> let people know like oh, okay just because you thought that this was going to be cute especially like if we were able to joke about it or if i like it depends on if there was tension like, it, yeah. you know, you know, th- there's a lot. I would prefer, though, um, out of the two, you don't have to put me in your bridal party. I can yeah. still show up and be like a bridesmaid without like the official detail, the official labeling of it. Like, I'm still go to your bachelorette, still show up to your bridal shower. I'm still shower you with all the stuff. You don't have to put me in your party because maybe you have a small party. Yeah. And maybe it's just like siblings or something. So, or, you know, it was because of COVID. So I get it. All right. Final round. So which one would you prefer between your venue double booking or your photographer double booking? <laughs> be honest with you, both of them is tough. Right. Uh, I would just have a fit about the venue because it depends when you find out when they double booked if it's like a couple of months like before or maybe the month before you really don't have enough time to like change venues um photographer yeah it all depends on the timing because in my instance mine is very like 
known. And so he's always reached out to buy other brides and grooms about like dates and stuff. So I, I would hope that he would pick a date that both of us can work with. Um, so I would definitely go with the venue because sometimes you can't get out of, you know, where you're going to have your wedding. But hey, and in any instance, if that venue does not work, you know, it's always good, you know, during the times since it's like COVID or anything, you can just have it in your backyard. Hey, it's all good. That's true. Okay. I would say I'm going to pick venue too because I feel like you can have a wedding anywhere, but the pictures got to be like on point. And you can you can take some pictures anywhere and make it look like y'all was really doing something if you have a really good photographer. So I go venue i would say now for me it depends on how soon in advance did you find out that the when venue was booked or the photographer was booked because that's going to figure out how you can maneuver the situation now if you found out like the week of that your venue's double booked then you know you're screwed because you don't send out 100 invitations to people that are coming in from out of town and you don't know where to put all these people you know what i'm saying so i would definitely say i would rather have my photographer double book because you could easily just call somebody and be like or for me like for me if since i'm a photographer and if i felt like okay oh my god i double booked even though that never happened to me before and you know god please don't let that happen to me in jesus name amen but i have a team of photographers that i work with that could cover down for me so it wouldn't just be like they wouldn't have a photographer. I train photographers that can shoot in my style so I can be like, hey, you know, an emergency, this has happened. I can pass them down and, you know, get a team of photographers to be on that gig. So I would definitely say I would hate to have my venue double booked. So I would prefer my photographer double booked because I feel like that's an easier way to kind of. I'm going to also go with the venue because they about to give me my money back. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's some extra money in my pocket so yeah, yeah. or they yeah. have to fit me in at their sister venue or their brother venue however you want to call it they gonna they will find a way at no charge mm-hmm. yeah i feel like the venue double booking is worse than the photographer double booking because photographers have a network of like their second shooter or um you know, just a general network that they can reach out to. And so again, like all of y'all were saying, it does also factor in like, when did we find out that it was double book? Like, was this something that was realized the week of or a month out? Like that can kind of affect how we can move. Um, I mean, the photography is so key though. Like I would just hate to have to rely off so like, iPhone and Android photos and don't let the majority of your guests have Androids. My goodness. No, no offense if any of y'all have Androids, but <laughs> you know, y'all got security camera footage. Um, so I, um, I think the venue was probably the worst option. Cause also think about like, if they tried to have both of your weddings go on at the same time or try to like slot one kind of like stagger it where maybe the ceremony is occurring at this time. So then you're doing cocktail hour, you're doing reception. Like how far apart are these spaces where like, are the sounds of one going to interfere with the other? Like what about the bridal suite? What about the groom suite? Like there's so much to consider that to me would be more stressful than the photographer. Cause I feel like you can just, you might not get the photographer style you want it or the photographer you want it, but you could probably 
find a photographer the same day than the venue, which has to accommodate so many people. So, and trying to tell somebody, trying to tell a hundred so guests, like, oh, okay, we're no longer going to be here. We're now moving here. Folks ain't going to pay attention. They're still going to show up to the wrong venue. So, yeah. All right. Well, that was fun and kind of stressful going through that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to take a quick break for an ad, and then we're going to get straight into all these horrible worst-case scenarios. So we'll be right back. Hey, everyone. For those of you who have not checked us out on whoido.com, girl, what are you waiting on? Go on over there and browse the site. We have incorporated the Who I Do shop where you can get t-shirts, stickers, mugs, and many other items. If you are interested in being one of our featured guests, you can also find that information on there as well. Please continue to support our socials and you might be seeing us on the big screen one day. You know, you never know. But as always, we love y'all and we wish you much love and success. So, yeah, we're talking about all these like very worst case scenarios, um, these really, really bad wedding dilemmas. And some, like I said before, are based off like true stories, true experiences. And some are just kind of like, all right, let's just kind of think about what the worst possible scenario here could be and how would we react? So be as honest as y'all want. Like I said, um, all right, the first one, the first scenario. So this is one of the ones based off a true story. So there was this venue that's all over the place called Noah's Event um, Venue. And then there was a place here in Atlanta called Swata Studios that just went bankrupt. So they closed out of nowhere and they didn't notify any of their couples that were slated to have their weddings there. So these are all inclusive weddings, meaning it's the catering, it's the... Sometimes the invitations, it's all the details, the rentals. What do you do if you find out three months beforehand? So think about all the money you've already paid. You find out three months before your wedding. So you haven't sent the invites out either that your venue has shut down. Like nobody's answering phone calls. You are finding out there's a whole Facebook group online of folks that have also planned their weddings within a certain time frame. And all y'all are just out three months to go. What do you do? So this actually happened to me. My first wedding that I ever planned this past February, they were slated to be married at Noah's event venue in San Antonio. They found out that it went bankrupt. I think two months before they, it was a fiasco, of course. Um, and what happened was the so the the mother of the bride actually paid the deposit and like had paid the payments for the the wedding venue and she disputed it with her bank and the bank basically had seen all of like the news and stuff about Noah's event venue and so they gave her the money back they allowed her to cancel the payment and they were thankfully able to find a venue that they had previously looked at and liked that was available, but it did cause like a bit of a, like it was a shift because they had already sent out invitations and it ended up being fine, but it was like, we had like a much tighter schedule. The venue that we ended up going with had many more restrictions on vendors and like when we needed to be in and out. So it caused like a large shift in like who they were, what vendors they could have, 
how much the vendors had to pay, all of that. But yeah, it was a fiasco. And it was it was my first wedding ever. And it was a destination wedding. And I had never planned anything in San Antonio. So it was... <laughs> It was crazy. And Noah's like had no remorse because they literally were, they were, there were, there was news about the fact that they were going bankrupt, like before they officially did. The couple had like a venue visit, maybe like two weeks before they went to the venue visit, acted like everything was fine, set up another visit for like the next couple of weeks, went bankrupt and then just stopped answering the phone. It was like savage the way that they did it. Thank God the mother of the bride like disputed it and everything worked out. So they got their money back. But it was like a full fiasco. Like they were crying. It was a mess. I don't want to say I'm glad it happened, but I'm glad it happened on my first wedding because I've literally dealt with the worst case scenario for the first time I ever planned a wedding. And I was like, okay, if I could deal with this, I could do anything. Right. You're set now. (laughs) Right. I'm fully, I'm fully qualified. So book me now. (laughs) (laughs) i um i actually dealt with the bride who was at the sasha was it sasha studios venue the swada or whatever yeah Yeah, like i literally had did a wedding there maybe a month before and those pictures were so dope i'm like oh yeah i'm about to go there again and kill it but the bride and groom they were like yeah we just you know we're part of the Soweda and you know they're not answering the phone anymore so she sent me an email and like was basically super sad so I, I responded, you know, just giving her some encouraging words and, you know, so like giving her motivation and they was able to find another venue and everything was lit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, again, you know, it's all about the marriage at the end of the day. And this is perfect for, I think, you know, in the disguise, it's, it's, it's a great hurdle, you know, to go, go through with your husband, you know what I'm saying? To kind of like maneuver this, because if you guys can make it through this, then, you know, this is just one small milestone in marriage, but just being able to overcome it. And then their wedding was super pretty. And they had so much fun. It just it just makes the celebration all that much more, you know, worth it. So I I mean, it was a crazy situation, but they figured it out quick. It's like it could be good and bad because you know, at the end of the day, everybody ain't got it like that. Everybody ain't got, you know, another 10 stacks or whatever to spend on another wedding. So again, it's it just depends on what the couple can what's really important is the marriage you know what i'm saying so if you can't have your wedding and something happened like one of the ladies said have it in your backyard you know because i mean it just it's just a really unfortunate situation but if you can make it through and make it happen i still think the marriage is number one that's what that's your why that's what you got to kind of keep in the top of your head i feel like if something happened like that an immediate family member gets into a bad car accident leaving the rehearsal do you move forward with the wedding the next day or try to reschedule? Oh, this is hard. Ugh. I will say it just all depends who the immediate uh, family member is. If it's like my uncle or aunt, I would be kind of, you know, tread lightly. And then it also depends on, you know, the severity of the injuries. You know, if they're just like, you know, something happened to their leg and it's not too bad or they're in a coma. You know, if they're in a coma, we might have to hesitate, kind of communicate with the vendors and see what we can do or maybe reschedule. But I feel like the window to like reschedule for me is like a week or two ahead. And I feel like the day before is kind of treading lightly to kind of like tell all the guests that might already be there. um, Hey, we need to, you know, reschedule or postpone the wedding and, you know, see where we can go from there. I would just have to go forward. Yeah, I, that is a very, very 
disgusting question. I hate that question. <laughs> like, I don't even want to, I really don't want to even touch it for real because you just too much. But I mean, yeah. again, I think it definitely depends on the severity of it. Like if nobody's really hurt, it's kind of just like a, you know, fender bender, you know, okay, cool. Maybe, you know, you can kind of move on with the day. I, you, you have to think about what, what the severity of it is and would they, the person who was involved in it, if they're not hurt and they're kind of okay, they just kind of like a little dinged up. Would they want you to cancel their entire, your entire wedding for them? And, you know, mm. it just depends, but I think, I don't know. It's tough. I don't like it. Yeah. This was a hard, a hard question because I mean, if it was my parents, like, I don't know what I would do to be honest. Like, I know we've paid the money and, you know, like they say, like, the show must go on, but it's like one of my parents, I'm going to be distraught. So, uh, okay. But those are very good answers. All right. So your bridesmaid couldn't find a babysitter. So she either has to bring her two-year-old son to this adults only wedding or stay at home. What would you suggest that she do? Bring that baby. I ain't tripping. I mean, I think... <laughs> Be, it's, I mean, I would rather, yeah, I would rather you bring the baby and just put him in a corner and figure it out. That's actually happened to me too, where somebody, the opposite, where somebody did not come to my wedding because they didn't have a babysitter after they RSVP for two. And I was more mad that they didn't bring the baby because they wasted my money. Um, so there's that. Just bring the baby. Make sure he don't cry during the ceremony. Uh, yeah, for sure. Because I didn't understand when we were like, well, no kids allowed. I was like, wow, that's super harsh. But now Isn't I'm it? At it, I, I, that's what I was thinking at first. I'm like, that's super rude. Like, dang girl. <laughs> but I've been to weddings to where it was a whole bunch of babies, kids, and they was crying during the ceremony. You couldn't even get your sound together. It's just, it was just too much. It was just a lot. It was a lot. It looked like a playground. It was too much going on. And I do think that, you know, weddings, if they don't have, if you're going to have kids, you need to go ahead and get you a, a babysitter to be in the corner with the kids. Don't just have kids walking around. I think you should hire somebody be like, hey, can you be our on-site babysitter where you can kind of watch the kids in this room over here while adults have fun? You know what I'm saying? Because we don't need kids picking up a glass on the table and drinking it. You mean, yeah, everybody, just too much going on. So, yeah, I definitely think that um, bring the kid, get you a good tablet, charged up, and go ahead and play him a, play him a good YouTube all night. Get <laughs> some earphones, for sure. Yes. We love the kids. Well, I love the kids. <laughs> yeah, love girl, kids. it's just you. <laughs> we love kids. We love kids, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Oh, okay. So when trying to put your wedding gown on, the zipper that goes down your back breaks, causing a five inch gap. What do you do? First off, I guess I'm wondering, like, what happened? You know, if I've been prepping and, and preparing for this day, did I fail? Like, did I eat too much? Did my training fail? Or was the material kind of cheap? Um, so in that instance, um, I hope somebody's in the room with me. So what I would do is I would just come out the, the garment, the dress, and just like, you know, see what we could do. Maybe have one of my bridesmaids go to um, 
Walgreens and get a paper clip. Um, hopefully it's kind of like the ones that are thin that you can't really see. And then when they come up and then we kind of zip it up to the point where it needs to be. And then hopefully kind of pin it up because in the end of the day, like nobody's really going to pay attention to that little minor uh, alteration to your dress. They're going to look from afar. And when you take pictures, nobody's going to see it anyway. This is true. Yeah, I would get sewed in that thing. I wouldn't even take it off. Like have my grandma be like, look, just sew me into it. I mean, and then when I get up, you know, after the wedding, I'll just have Ben just, you know, bust out of it. But we're going to make it down the aisle and there ain't going to be no hole to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'll say the same thing. Like, I think if there's a hole in it, what what was the what was the option? It was like if, it, if there's a hole in your dress, what you're not gonna you're gonna walk you're not gonna walk down the aisle or something like that. Yeah. So I guess like what would you do in this instance? You know, um, you know, would you post not really postpone the wedding, but like, hey y'all, like we gotta <laughs> wait thirty minutes, you know, so I can get sewed into this dress or you know someone can fix this dress. Like, what would you do in that? You know. Yeah, because I know I have seen some brides on the struggle bus a little bit be like, suck in, <laughs> suck in. <laughs> but I know I have seen that. But it's like, if, if that happened to me, I would either just like tuck it to where it looks like my back is out or go, somebody needs to go to the store and get like a shawl or like a little sheer joint where I can kind of cover that joint up or something like that. Or have somebody walk down the aisle with me with their hand on my back, or like have my dad or something, you know, like have like cover it up in some type of way. But yeah, the show definitely has to go on. I don't know about the sewing part, but definitely like a piece of fabric or a little a little shot to go over you all night. It was just a that's true. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, you could probably borrow somebody's shawl or something. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. yeah, okay. So your fiance does not show up to the venue. Um, he's not answering his phone. Yeah, all his groomsmen are starting to get lined up. So they're at the venue, but he's not. Um, and the wedding starts in 20 minutes. So what we finna do? That wedding was about to be canceled. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if he's not there 15 minutes before, you know how fast 15 minutes goes on a wedding day. Like, I wouldn't want to walk down the aisle and, you know, he's not there. I wouldn't want to start the wedding and he's not there. That would be even more embarrassing. Like, the wedding just needs to stop don't even start the wedding if he's not there yet because that's gonna because he's the first person who needs to walk down the aisle mm-hmm. so if you got everybody ready to ready to roll it's like mm, that's gonna be even more embarrassing i'm gonna be honest with you we don't paid all this money and hey i'm gonna make the full effort like we're gonna get the groomsmen to start looking for them you know everybody gonna make the acknowledgement stall a little bit and once those 20 minutes go up hey you know hey the wedding's canceled but we going to celebrate, we going to eat, we going to have a good time because <laughs> we pay all this money. Not y'all go from a search party to a party party. <laughs> I know that's right. She you like, well, we paid all this money, so we finna turn up. Hey, <laughs> we going to pray no, for the best. Nobody going to turn down a plate. <laughs> Sis, you better than me. Because uh, I'm going to be in the corner crying. I, I'm not going to be looking for him. I'm not asking nobody to look for him. If he don't want to marry me, I'm going to be dead to the bed. And I just, just take me home. <laughs> I don't care what y'all do. Y'all can stay and eat, but I'm, I'm a, I'm a dip out. Cause I can't do it. You ain't going to have me out here embarrassed in front of my friends. For real. Mm-hmm. That's like, I would not even show my face at all. No. That reminds me of, um, married at first sight. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
I'm I'm still tripping on Allison talking about she gonna have four. <laughs> 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 okay, I'm gonna enjoy myself, okay? <laughs> She's like, look, that's on you. I was ready to get married. <laughs> Y'all ain't even trying to look to see if he was kidnapped. Somebody done stole him. <laughs> right, dang. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh my goodness. Okay. So you <laughs> so you decided to do a first look with your husband to be before the wedding. It was then when you realized that the venue had not been decorated. About 20% of the tables and chairs were in place in the reception space. None of the flowers or the decor were in place. And your wedding starts in like a little over an hour. What do you do? You'll be surprised on how much people can actually get done, you know, an hour before the wedding. Because I've showed up to weddings an hour before and it looks like blank slate. But, you know, 10 minutes right before the wedding starts, everything is decorated. So I would say just, you know, don't fret because there's a lot that can get done in an hour. A lot can happen in an hour so. Those two things are just my go-tos. I mean, you you could you could ask some questions. Yeah, 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 you know for I mean? sure. You can you can you could ask a few questions, pull some people yeah. to the side, and just say, you know, I'm trying to figure out what what y'all got going on. But if they, you know, I, I agree. I think a lot can happen in an hour, and I think um, especially because maybe you don't have a ton of flowers and stuff like that. You can put. You can put some stuff together, but I will be asking a few questions. I'm really picturing like a bride in her road with bald lashes trying to <laughs> <laughs> point folks <laughs> to like where they need to be. Meanwhile, she still need to get her face beat, <laughs> get her hair done, put her dress on. <laughs> like, Don't forget the bonnet. She has on a bonnet. I mean, she has. <laughs> oh, yeah. The satin bonnet, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Oh, oh gosh. Okay. So as you walk down the aisle, you notice about 40 guests that did not confirm their attendance and happily grinning at you. <laughs> what, what do you think? <laughs> Who made up these questions, first of all? <laughs> right. Who made these up? Because I'm sorry. Leave me alone. Okay. I'm tired. These are real deep. <laughs> that grinning part was intense. <laughs> That's how they be, child. <laughs> Just happy. <laughs> happy. Drunk and happy. No, number one, they're just not going to get into the reception, period. Boom. No, but they're already there. As you come they in, they don't even know where to sit. <laughs> they're not going to have anywhere to sit. 40 people? <laughs> yes. But they smiling at you. So obviously they happy. They don't they even don't have, have somewhere else. They don't even have food. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mm -mm. <laughs> and uh, I hate the ceremony is technically free but the reception that's where all the money for the wedding day goes into I feel like I feel like that's where the bulk of the money is spent is in the reception so here's the question know, like, how do you mm -hmm. tell those 40 folks you're gonna have to slide after the um after the vows like what you, you, you Cara that's why we need a yeah planner. like <laughs> again yeah I mean, and as, as a planner how do you wrangle 40 folks and tell them like I I mean, that's going to be tough. And the only way you're really going to be able to do it as a planner is to legitimately have a list of people and have people like it's going to have to be like Fort Knox and you're going to have to be like, OK, let me see your ID. OK, your name. OK, boom. You're on the list. OK, because that, that's literally the only way to do it. And folks are going to want to fight you as a planner. And I get it. But that's the only way to do it, because otherwise, 40 people like that's just it's excessive. There's no way to like police that. 
without a strict list. I know brides are super strict. Like there's two different areas to get into the reception. So I know at the Christine Chapel, they have a table in front of the door and, you know, they have place cards. So if you find your place card, they give you your place card and you go in. But if you don't have a place card, you can't go in. So it's like you're going to get turned away at the door, like a straight cl- like a club or something like that. Like you can't come in. And so it's you gotta tough. Have a bulldog. You got to have a bulldog on deck, regardless of however your wedding flows. You got to have a bulldog on deck. And it's tough to like have to like tell not tell them off but like be very like firm with people it's tough and they get mad because wedding for whatever reason weddings everybody is super emotional that isn't even like the bride it's like why are you mad because you can't take this photo like it doesn't make sense like they just get it's like stakes are high so people gonna cuss you out call you all kind of names you know yes, exactly. i've been there well talking about the photos Our next question, at the altar, you glance at your guests briefly to notice a few guests appear to be recording your unplugged wedding. What do you do? You can't get mad. I mean, you actually are going to, as much as, as much as you like, be like, no, I don't want anybody getting any iPhone footage. You really actually like it at the end because you get to see photos and yourself and video before the actual like official stuff comes out. It sucks in the moment because you see people's like phones out when there are pictures of you walking down the aisle, which is like tacky to me. But you can't stop your auntie from like having her iPad at the wedding. You just can't. I mean, you just can't. People just don't. They don't watch. They don't look at the signs. So don't don't um, save your money, Allison, on getting unplugged signs because they're not going to read it. They're going to bypass yeah, it. Too late. Out of there. <laughs> they not they not going to read it. And you're going to have 13 iPhones. And two iPads ready to go. Yeah, that's day. true. I do think people enjoy. I do. I do. People think people enjoy like you know getting tagged and kind of like seeing all the little footage. Like, oh, okay, I was there. Like, they like the hype of it because like after their wedding day is over with, that's like you know they're gonna go on social media and kind of look and stuff. So yeah, they do like it because when they say that at the beginning of some ceremonies, I'm like, dang, like it's all on me now. Like I gotta make sure everything is on. You know, everything is everything. Of course, you know what I'm saying that's what I do anyway. But you know, having an unplugged wedding, you know, it does make the moment a little bit more intimate. I think that's what people are trying to go for is like the more intimate vibes. And I think that once the ceremony and like the vows and stuff are over, I think it's okay to, you know, take a picture when they're kind of like doing their finale walk and stuff like that. But yeah, the beginning part is a little intimate for me. I think that, you know, you don't want everybody and their mama in your business. They're not going to, Allison, don't get mad at them. It's going to happen. And it's going to be somebody that you least expect. It's going to be somebody that you feel like has decorum and they're not going to have decorum. Just get well, ready. I don't, I don't know about those tag pictures because I know when I do Facebook, I have like a review. So I actually see like the stuff before it hits my timeline. So it'll be a while. So I had to look and be like, okay, does this look right? Do I look good in this angle? And if I don't, it won't go on there. But what if they don't tag you? Well, it's out there now. Okay. Yeah. I like your general attitude. <laughs> I said the same thing to Brandon and, and he was like, yeah, I'm just going to review it and it's not going to go my timeline. I'm just like, you, you you're doing the most now. You're doing the most. They, they know get, you get married. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, cause I brought that up as well. Cause he, you know, like he doesn't do any type of social media. Like he has a Facebook, but he's not act. Well, he he goes in there to work, but that's about it. So. Yeah. Okay. Here's the other thing that I just really be wanting to know the answer to. The people that video entire weddings, 
why are you doing that? Are you are you watching it? Right. <laughs> what are you doing with the footage? Because you have an Android, so you probably don't have. It's probably not good footage. What are you doing with the? I I haven't seen it. Exactly. Somebody like literally, my auntie had her camera, y'all. Like she's sitting in the aisle. Her camera is beside her, like this in the aisle. It's in every <laughs> photo of me walking down the aisle. Where's the footage? I haven't even seen it. Have you watched it again? What was the point of that? I just and don't understand why people do it. It's just like, why? It doesn't make sense. And who did she show that video to? Nobody. <laughs> it wasn't me. I haven't seen it. I'm like, it literally makes, and if she, I'm talking about the entire people walking down and all, bridesmaid, bridal party. Why? We paid for a videographer. We don't need your Android footage. We don't. You just never know when you might need her. You might need to hit up Auntie Grand and be like, hey, that's can a I good need point. Her? You make you just never point. know. You make if that point. videographer loses that footage, you just never know. This oh, is so stressful to even yes. think about. It really is stressful. But stuff happens. I mean, at the end of the day, stuff does happen. There are technical difficulties. Sometimes stuff happens. So you just, just never know. It's just very, very fragile. Whew. Okay, let's go to the next question. <laughs> we got four more stressful scenarios. Um, all right. So all your guests that ate the lobster mac and cheese appetizer at the cocktail hour now got the bubble guts. So they are occupying the bathroom, the restrooms at an alarming rate. Like there are lines and like some of your guests have left because they got to go home because they can't they can't take that risk <laughs> like the lines ain't moving fast enough for them so what do you do at this point because it's the reception cocktail hours are already over i mean you got to kind of keep it moving a little bit i mean there's nothing you can do about their stomachs you're gonna have to just i mean post wedding you you need to have a discussion with the cooks the caterers and just, you know, tell them what happened and try to get some of your money back. But, um, I mean, in the moment, I would hope that I too didn't eat any of the lobster mac and them on the toilet. Cause that would be a fiasco, but you're going to have to just tell folks you're sorry and just keep it moving. I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm being insensitive, but no, yeah, you definitely got to keep the day going. Like, mm, okay, girl, my bad. But I mean, you can't really, <laughs> you can't really stop the day. Be like, Stop the party. <laughs> like, I didn't girl. cook it. Like, I didn't cook what? it and bring it. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, uh, I don't know what I would do in this. <laughs> yeah, I ain't That means that like, the lobby is going to be like smelling real bad. <laughs> like, like, you open the doors and you just get like a big, like, a whiff. Like, you get hit. Yes. Like, <laughs> tissue on the floor uh -uh, uh -uh. I, know, go I ahead. just feel like brides have to have poker faces on the whole day like they can't really show that they're like <laughs> mad or angry or anything they got to be like okay yeah sure like you know, can't really be like mad you know what i'm saying because everybody's looking at you the whole night you know so like i just feel like in that moment you probably just got to have your poker face on and be like you know you could care but you gotta just still keep smiling and just like keep on going with the day because people have traveled from out of town you know, people have spent money to be here, so you don't want to ruin it, you know, just for over like 10 people and maybe make feel sick, but you can't stop the show. Just out of consideration for everybody who has traveled near and far. He make a good point. 
I was going to say, I'm a ghost. So I'm going to basically say, I don't have nothing to do with it. I hope, <laughs> you know, I feel sorry for the people. And if I hear, you know, so-and-so was sick, I'll reach out to them, call them. And that's all I can do because you can't harp on the moment. <laughs> so you're just going to disappear. <laughs> I mean, my wedding planner is there. My mom's there. You know, there ain't too much I can do. And hopefully not everybody had the lobster mac and cheese, like... But it's lobster mac and cheese, though. Yeah, but you know a lot of us I mean, right yeah. when it comes to lactose. But that don't stop us from not eating. You're right, but, I mean, I feel like that's already a real bold chance to take at a wedding. Because, like, if you know your body don't really digest dairy like that. Why would you put on like this dress, this hair, get your face done. People still do it, but and take that risk. Like they might have a, a, like a two stall joint up in that place. Yeah. You might, you might have to go down to the like gas station. (laughs) Uh Uh-uh, not the gas station. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Ma'am. I don't know about all that. I mean, what else you gonna do? Like, you you gonna just swallow it up? Like, I mean, I highly doubt the same group brought they lactate with them or some tums. Like, what you gonna do? Um, no, but you are right because one day, and I knew I shouldn't have did this. See, yes, yeah. One day (laughs) I was at um, Bahama Breeze and I had some goat cheese. it was like a, it was like a dip and I was, I was with my friends and <laughs> it was bad. Like I was like clenching my butt cheeks and like, <laughs> I probably lived probably like, I say like 10, 15 minutes away from the place and I had to stop or else I was going to explode in my car. So, I mean, and I vowed to never do that again. Like See? No more cheese for me. I, like I can't. Like, I'm too old to be doing this. So. <laughs> There's probably some old lady there, though, that um got some emodium in her purse. <laughs> That's not going to do anything for you. Mm. Not for me, but, like, maybe for somebody there. Like, it's you just got to go up to the old people. It might help. It's it not. might. Well, look. All right. <laughs> that was, like. Yeah, that was a bad moment for me. <laughs> that was a real bad moment for me. I said never again. Clenching, clenching my butt cheeks together was very, very... I was like, dang, that must have really been tough. It was. Like, I was like, I gotta stop. I stopped at a Walgreens, and thank God the lady had just cleaned the bathroom. Mm. I was like, please let nobody come in here. <laughs> dang. Listen, that is crazy. It was bad. Having the having the boo boo when you don't know where you're gonna boo boo at is one of the worst feelings. Oh my god! It really is. And, it's very nerve wracking. It is it, the worst. Oh, it's the worst because you really <laughs> it's the know, worst. you know you gotta sit down. You know you exactly. gotta sit down. <laughs> you know you gotta sit down. That's why I was so happy she had just cleaned the bathroom. <laughs> I wasn't looking for no like. Um, the toilet seat covers. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't looking for none of that. I just <laughs> sat down. Woo wee! It was bad. So, were you sweating? I you was. Sweating? I was hot. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was driving. I was. Like, I have to stop. I had to stop. I'm not stopping again. 
I'm not stopping at a gas station. I was like Walgreens. Like hopefully, you know, they have, you know, a place where I can go. So I was thankful or else it would have been in my car. Like, like and then you would have had to go get it cleaned out. Oof, goodness. And you, I'm going to clean that to... out myself because I'm not going to go somewhere and be like, oh, you know, I had an accident. <laughs> like, I'm not going to do that. But then you got to so sit back on it to go clean it out. It, it's just so many levels. To how anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've never ever gone there before on this show. <laughs> yeah, my bad, y'all. My bad. Um, okay. All right. So the dance okay. floor. Okay. Mm-mm. So the dance floor. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, that's yours. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. So during his toast, the best man reveals that your husband was arrested for assault after getting into a fight with his ex fiance's brother after they broke up. <laughs> You knew he had been arrested once, but he said it was a bar fight a decade ago. You also didn't know he used to be engaged before you. So what do you do? Because this is during the toast. Like, how do you react? Personally, I would just just kind of let him go because I, I love some good tea. But I would get the <laughs> DJ. <laughs> I would let the DJ you know, kind of motion him over and be like, okay, just hit some music. I don't care what it is and kind of stop him. And then, you know, hopefully one of the groomsmen or, you know, my husband kind of pulls him to the side and kind of figure out what's going on with him. Cause most likely, I mean, knowing our best man, he don't have something to drink. So yeah. But what if the DJ likes the tea as well? Cause that, I mean, cause <laughs> men love the gossip as well. So like, it's gonna be quiet in there <laughs> men are so petty they're so petty <laughs> they are <laughs> they really are so <laughs> everyone and is- i guess we still on the same level then basically That's why i chose them <laughs> with the ex-fiance situation i really wouldn't care because she's a non-factor at this point he's sitting right next to me he's my husband now let's give a round of applause for that one yeah <laughs> yeah there's not much you can do in that situation you are legally bound you have signed the contract y'all have had a full wedding i mean will will you cuss him out later sure um but you know it's gonna be one of them things that you're gonna have to just get over especially in the moment now later yeah it's gonna be you know Maybe not that night because I'm going to want to get, you know, get it in. But later, it's going to be a combo. (laughs) But the getting it in is going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. I agree with y'all. Like, you got, like, the bride got to have a poker face on the whole night. Like, she can't, like, if if they say something crazy, you got to be, like, you got to just put it in the back of your head and go ahead and take it, go take care of it later. But for now... I'm going to enjoy the party, get drunk, and turn up, period. Because you never know. That groomsman could have been super messy and just been trying to mess up. So That's for sure. All right. Next question. The dance floor has been open for about 30 minutes, and maybe 5% of your guests have danced. What do you do? I say this all the time. Everybody is just going to match the bride and groom's energy. If you are not turned up on the dance floor, ain't nobody else going to be turned up on the dance floor. And you have to think about, you have to look at your age group too. Like if you have people that are 
younger, then of course they're going to be on the dance floor. But if you have an older crowd, you know what I'm saying? They may not be getting on the dance floor like they posted, but you know what? I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes old folks do be getting on the dance floor. I think it maybe if it, if that's two cases not really working out, the DJ needs to play a good song. Yeah, yes. I, but I think the bride and groom got to be turned up. If the bride and groom turns up on the floor, you you ain't got no choice but to get on the dance floor. Okay, so I'm gonna have to disagree with you only because I have been to a wedding where the bride and groom were on the dance floor and nobody else was. And it was terrible. Oh my God, really? Wow. It was, so so it was no, it was me, one of my friends, and the bride and the groom, and nobody else. And we kept like trying to like, you know, prompt people and like do all the dance. It was awful. And I felt terrible for them, but that just wasn't the vibe of their wedding. Their wedding wasn't a party. Um and you could tell. I mean, the, the music was very like, like he kept playing like Michael Jackson, which some Michael Jacksons are fine, but like, you know, early on in the wedding, cool, but like middle of like, you know, it's a it's time to go down. You don't need to be playing rock with you. It's just it just doesn't go <laughs> with the, with the vibe. No, like, very true. It just don't go. And so it was it was partially the DJ, but it was also partially the fact that like the crowd. You really have to invite people that you know are going to, like, hype the party up. And, like, you know, most of the people at that wedding were either older, like you said, or just lame, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that sucks that, you know, they weren't partying. And, I mean, another question would be, is there an open bar? Because if there's not an open bar, then people may be super sober and just done ate and the food done took them down and they're ready to go to sleep. Because <laughs> if you ain't got no drink to pep you back up, you might be a little tired. I mean, it's, it, weddings are long days. You know, you got, got people there from like three o'clock all the way till 11 o'clock at night. So you got to have that liquor to kind of push them forward, you know? Yes, I agree with you on that. But it was open bar, I think. I think. At least for a, a, <laughs> some amount now, of that's, time. If it was open bar, then yeah, that sucks. It was that just wild. It was just but you know what? on the dance floor. <laughs> it was wild. But personally, if I'm having a good time and I'm turned up and me and my husband are turned up and we're on the dance floor, I wouldn't care about nobody else turning up. I'd just be like, hey, we didn't, we having fun. Like, you know, we that's you just gotta be, you can't really think about everybody else. Cause I feel like sometimes brides can get their joy stolen on their wedding day because they worry about everybody else. But you're not really worried about, are you having fun? Is this a good day for me? Like, you have to be selfish on your wedding day. And you really just have to have a good time for yourself. Because if you worry about everybody and their mama, everybody and their mama be on so many different moods. It's ridiculous. Like, oh, trying to match energy on wedding days is just a lot. So just, That's fair. I think the bride really got to be in her zone and just really have a good time and just be like, yes, I'm having fun. Like, it's a beautiful day. Like, you got to really be on one for real, for real. To like combat all the bad vibes. I can agree with you on that. That's I agree right. as well. Yeah. All right. I have a question really quick. I have a question. Uh-huh. How do you combat like giving good vibes? So at my wedding, people like kept stopping me while I was dancing to try to take photos and I got mad. Was I wrong for that? Or was no. it okay to curate the vibe that I wanted? I think it depends on, I think, I think the bride, you just gonna, you're like a celebrity that night. So it's like, everybody's going to want to take pictures with you like all night. And I know it sucks. Cause it's like, dang, you don't want to take pictures all night, but you don't want to get mad for somebody trying to take a picture with you, especially if they're like somebody again, like who traveled, you know, like for a long way and they want to take a picture with you. Like, 
it just sucks. You know, I don't want you to get mad at them, but you do kind of want to party like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You gotta just kind of have your, you gotta have your words here. Like, hold on, hold on. What, 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 what gonna say? What you to say? Hold on. Let me. It's my song. You know what I'm saying? That's fair. I just thought about so, that. I was so being, what did you do? Like, how, how did you did you tell them like I don't want to take a picture? I'm trying. I didn't to party get before. mad like that. I didn't like go up. I was just like, oh no, I don't want to take a picture right now. And then I just <laughs> kept dancing. I was what a biatch. I'm sorry to that person. Sorry to <laughs> sorry to that man. Sorry to that man. <laughs> Dang, did, they, did you ever take a picture with them that night at all? I did. It was a group photo, but they wanted outside of the group photo, they wanted an individual photo. Was it somebody important? Important is relative. They did travel. Yeah. I feel bad now. Now I feel bad. I'm sorry. It's okay though. I mean, stuff happens. I'm pretty sure they understand. They probably not think about it no more. I appreciate you for calling me out though, for real, because that was because that was trash of me. I'm sorry. I just I just railroaded this. Just you don't have to talk about that on the show. You (laughs) the folks are always trying to monopolize the couple on that day. Like, did y'all get to eat? Because folks are always trying to go up, talk to you, take pictures in. And it's like, I just got this food. Like, I haven't eaten since the Panera. <laughs> like, earlier today. <laughs> I'm starving. I literally I mean, had... Oh, the, the, oh, no, I was just going to say, I don't... I mean, I wouldn't have called you a bitch for that. Because I would also feel the same way. Like, I'm, I'm trying to enjoy my moment. I paid for this whole, like, event... I'm trying to enjoy this moment I've been preparing for for over a year. I want to have fun. I did not budget in mentally time to like just stop and take a whole bunch of photos with every single person here. Like, go have fun. We get these pictures at some point. But please, like I paid for this DJ. Let's all enjoy him together. I think at the end of the day. I think maybe just like if you know people, I think everybody wants to take a picture with you. I think just maybe having a time where everybody can kind of just run up to you and take pictures. Like maybe like, hey, okay, and we're having the photo booth time where everybody can kind of just take pictures for like maybe 25 minutes. Everybody can just get their, you know, stuffies in, but maybe setting aside setting aside time for that. But yeah, it's going to be, it's, it's just expected, especially if, if you have an eight hour wedding. If you like for me, Sometimes I do eight hour weddings and sometimes, you know, once everything starts kind of like dwindling down and stuff, or, you know, if you have a longer reception, you won't mind taking pictures because you don't feel like you're on a time limit. Like I only have 30 minutes to party. I got to hurry and party. You know, sometimes you have like three hours. So, you know, you don't mind like maybe taking, you know, five minutes here, five minutes there to take pictures and stuff. Cause you know, time is not flying past like some short weddings do. So. Yeah. I wanted to piggyback on what you were saying. Cause I remember I had a conversation with my uh, wedding planner about setting like a whole hour just so we can just take pictures and i remember her telling me that's kind of like rude to tell people like hey this is my time and after that okay see ya so i'm just gonna let the day flow and just see what happens and at one point if i'm tired i'll just let you know hey i'll take another picture another time and i'll come back yeah yeah that's true too i guess you kind of just like i like your idea of just letting the day flow because that's all you can do I don't know. It's it's hard. It, it makes my it hurts my feelings when brides and groomsmen are kind of like rushing to get through the pictures because I I just want them to have because at the end of the day all all they're gonna have is the pictures at the end of the day and I want them to be able to get some solid you know portrait shots because sometimes you know bride and grooms they do take a little a minute to a second to kind of warm up you know you know the first shot is good then okay we can roll out but sometimes 
you know, it takes a couple shots to kind of get you warmed up and get the poses right. So I'll be trying to make sure they look good in the pictures, but some people don't care about it. All right. Final question. So you get back to your hotel room with your husband and he begins to vomit a lot all night. Some gets on your dress. What do you do? That's when the vows kick in. I mean, you're just going to have to take care of that baby. And in the morning, you're going to have to cuss him out like you would do if you found out he had a secret fiance. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would be pissed, though, because I'm, I'm sure I have purchased lingerie and I'm ready. And if you do that, I'm yeah, I'm going to be pissed, but I'm going to take care of you. And I'm going to tell you about it for the next 50 years, how you did that to me because I'm petty. Your grandchildren are going to know about the story. <laughs> yep. With no remorse. I'm going to tell them with no remorse. Oh, God. <laughs> I would say, wow, I'm not getting none that night at all. Um, <laughs> I guess it's my time to take care of him pretty much. And I would just, you know, hey, get him situated, get him to pee to the light. And what I do is I preserve it. I mean, I wouldn't put no fabric softener on the dress. I mean, it's going to have some stains from somewhere. It's my touching me, makeup, something. And then that following week, it might not be me. It might be a family member. Well, somebody's dropping it off at the cleaners. Yeah, that ain't no big deal. I feel like hell. If he's if he throwing up, then I mean, I'm going to just take another another two shots and we both going to be knocked out on the day. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm not going to be super sober taking care of him. I'm like, well, I need to get a little, you know, I mean, it's a wedding night, so I'm not going to be like stressed out, but we're going we gonna to make it through. It's just like everybody, you know, you're just being hung over. Like, it's all good. The next day, hopefully, the next day, you ain't got to get on a flight. You know what I'm saying? To go to the Bahamas or something for y'all's uh, honeymoon. But yeah, that ain't nothing. Y'all, y'all just make sure y'all take care of y'all's man during that night. Yeah. You don't want him to aspirate on his own vomit. That is the worst case scenario, but these are worst case scenarios. Yes. Yes. Wait, I didn't know so. I didn't know that it was that oh, I didn't know it was gonna be like that though. I didn't know he was like about to die. I, I, no, I, I, I mean, <laughs> we need the ambulance up I'm like a little shot or something. It got really yeah, extreme. Like, it did. Tania took it to the left. <laughs> Here we go. We got the goat cheese boo-boo. <laughs> now we got <laughs> it. Like, oh my God. <laughs> my bad. I mean, yeah, for sure. Take, take care of that baby. <laughs> for sure. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh my goodness. Um well, that was it for the questions. Um, that was a fun conversation. We we have not had an episode like this before. Um, I don't even have no advice for y'all this week. I, I said it before. I didn't even think of anything between now and this. So we just come slide into them um, vendor shout outs. Uh, yes. All right. So we're going to get into the wedding vendor love. Who would like to go first? Allison, you want to go first? I mean, I have a couple, so okay. I'll go okay, with my go wedding ahead. planner, um, right, T. Perfect. Michelle. Um, she's located in Greensboro, so look out for her. And then I would say my photographer and his image photography. Um, so those are some good ones. And I know my invitation um, lady, branded by Burnell. Perfect. I have for decor, 
I just find that decor is very, very important on wedding days. It really just makes or break the day as far as the you know visual standpoint and just the you know the aesthetic and the ambiance. Decor, I would go for the perfect creation on Instagram is the perfect creation. I've seen her like transform a room literally and make it look like Wonderland. So definitely them for decor. Makeup, enhanced by Tisha. I'm pretty sure you guys heard of her. She's like you know, the go-to for Queen Naja. She does celebrities, but she also, you know, does brides. She does everybody in Atlanta pretty much. So Enhanced by Tisha, her makeup is flawless. Like you, everything about her makeup is just flawless. Nothing is out of place. And then for the last one is for hair, because makeup and hair is like the main two things that you need for a successful shot, successful photos on your wedding day. Hair is be fly experience. So B as in boy, F-L-Y-Y experience. And she's amazing with hair. Every, any, anything you ask her to do, she, she can do it. So yeah, I've seen her do so many different textures of hair. So I'm just blown away by her work. Nice. All right. I have two vendors in the DC area. The first is a florist. Her Instagram is 8treestreetfloral. Um, she does a lot of beautiful different types of bouquets and such. I'm working with her on a wedding that I'm doing actually this month, a very small wedding. And she is so nice. Her customer service skills are literally a one. It's very personalized service. Um, she is very accommodating. And for the bride that th this particular bride is getting, having a small ceremony in a couple of weeks, but doing a bigger ceremony later, um, she was able to, we were able to keep her on for the bigger ceremony, um, in 2021. And she even threw in a free bouquet and boutonnieres for the bride for the smaller wedding for free. So it was just, she was super nice. I'm obsessed with her. I will be using her for so many other weddings. And then my makeup person, because I'm obsessed with her and she does all my friends and my makeup for any special event is Yaya Beats Face on Instagram. She's the bomb.com. And I went to college with her. Do you remember her? Do you remember Yaya, Ashley? Mm -hmm. I remember yeah. Yannick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she's she does celebrities, too. Um, I know she does a lot of the housewives, mm -hmm. um, but I will say that you better come ready with your coin because she ain't playing with the price with that pricing. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I spent a huge amount of my budget for her, um, but it was worth it because I look I look like a porcelain doll. I don't even know who, who that is anymore. But those are my two folks. Perfect. Ashley, who do you have this week? I want to shout out this company um, that specializes in all the cutesy bridal shower and bachelorette stuff for black brides and brides-to-be. So Melanin Bachelorette is their account and domain. So melaninbachelorette.com. Um, and so you get all the cute little brown and chocolate and almond and caramel and light skin little, little penises and you have the wine glasses with your names on it and the sashes and the uh, garlands and all the cute stuff. I think she even does um, balloons too. So just cute, you know, because that black bridal party bachelorette space is very, very white. And sometimes you want a little bit of, you know, culture in some of this or, you know, yeah. Maybe you just want some brown penises. I don't know. 
how hard it is to acquire brown penises for bachelorette. All right. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> this week, <laughs> I have a floral designer um, and a styling atelier. Hopefully, I'm pronouncing that correctly. Her name is Adiola Glover. She's based out of North Carolina. She was actually Marche's florist. I don't know. Well, hopefully, you all actually follow Marche on Instagram. She's like the bomb.com. She um, is hilarious. Yeah, she's hilarious, but she is also um, a yeah. lifestyle blogger. Yeah, yeah. Actually, her and her husband just uh, um, just purchased a his childhood home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, the and they're going to turn it into a wedding venue yeah, in yeah. North Carolina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, her floor designer is like everything like she does like these installations that are like breathtaking again her name is adiola you can find her on ig at b morad and that's b-e-a dot m-o-r-a-d um and she is booking now for 2021 so if you are in need of a floor designer who does great work definitely look her up and that's what I have. Ladies, thank you. Thank you for coming on and chatting with us tonight. Uh, where can people find all of you if they want to know more, follow your lives, your careers, your just journeys in general? Yes. So if you want to follow, if you're in need of any type of photography, please follow my page, Nishazda Z Photography. Um, I'm super duper passionate about what I do. I think that it's you know, my calling. And I would love to be able to, you know, connect with anybody who would love to. I am based in Atlanta and Nashville, but I do travel all around the U.S. and America and the international as well. Um, Right now, I'm currently um, doing a series, although I'm doing weddings and things like that. I'm doing a series with my brides um, called Getting Married During the Pandemic. So I'm pretty much interviewing my brides and kind of getting their perspective on how it was and their experience on getting married during the pandemic as well as, you know, kind of just giving some encouraging words and some advice to future brides that just got engaged and are still, you know, planning their weddings during the pandemic. So be sure to tune into my page for those IG live series that are going to be coming on very soon. And um, be sure to follow my personal page, I Fly Delta. I'm doing a lot of cool things on there. So just stay tuned. You can follow me at Wimberly and Co. for my business page. I am also booking for 2021 and 2022 at this point. So a lot of brides are booking well in advance. I am based in the D.C., Maryland, and Virginia area, but I do travel. I have family in Atlanta, so I do weddings there. I also have contacts in Texas, really anywhere. And my personal page, if you want to be a part of my daily shenanigans... You can follow me at the Cara D Little on Instagram, and I post um, random Instagram things that are funny. I think anyway. Well, I'm the last one. Um, as I mentioned, my name's Allison Allen. Um, you can follow me on my personal Instagram page. It's Hazy H A Z Y underscore Vibes B I B E Z seven um i do more stuff besides like my bridal um journey so i have a dog and um i always out in charlotte and figure out the things that i do down here in the south all right so you can find us on heoido.com instagram 
Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and now TikTok. You can find Ashley at Demi Tosh on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at Bell Soree on Instagram and Twitter. I think I covered everything. You sure did. Perfect. Um, thank you so much for talking with us about all these like very horrible possible scenarios. Some really aren't that horrible when you think about it. And that's kind of the moral of the story, right? Like you can kind of survive everything Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to wedding stuff. Like even the worst situation can like, you know. Especially if you talk through it. Yeah, unless it's the oper- the one where he just ghosts you and leaves on the wedding day. But like Allison said, we turned it into a party. So <laughs> we just preparing for the next one that's going to come through. Um, and we'll know what to do and what not to do at that point. So anyway, um, ladies, if we don't talk to y'all again before the holidays, please enjoy yourselves. Have a Merry Christmas and Happy Kwanzaa and Happy New Year and all of the good things. And y'all stay safe, wrapped up because it's cold outside. <laughs> yes. Thank you guys so much for having me on. I really appreciate you guys reaching out because there's so many people that you guys could have reached out to, but I appreciate you guys hitting me up. Perfect. Well, thank you guys. This was really fun. I always enjoy talking to y'all. This was really good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank we you always enjoy. Yes. I'm so glad we were able to get you on. Um, yes. Like Nishasta has been on once before in car. This is now her, your third episode. I know I'm a vet mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, just give, me, just give me a segment at this point. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my goodness. But, um, y'all have a great night. Talk to y'all later. Bye. 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 Bye.